glad I caught it now. Yeah, could you imagine if we had been going for like 45 minutes and you'd never looked down and you'd been like... Oh, oh it, it's like our best episode. We have like the best riffs of all time. Mm. We, we entered like the, the podcast version of the zone. Uh, honestly, <laughs> like I do feel like the, that would be a justified cosmic punishment, like for the hubris of trying to eke out a living just in general. <laughs> The, the, the hubris of trying to make a stranger smile. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, honestly, like with the conditions the way they are, you shouldn't even be able to tell if a stranger is smiling. They should be wearing a mask and, you know, dead eyed. So you can't even no, tell a little bit. And you also should be a thousand feet apart from them. So no, well, I was about no to more say, making strangers think, smile. I think in a, if enough time, you know, passes that will like... Um, I don't know. Maybe people get some kind of ESP. Mm -hmm. Like that—that's the latter stages of COVID. <laughs> once it starts mutating our brains and stuff, it'll be. Uh, and we have like evolved to not see people's faces. You're just like, I know your soul, you know. But it would be, you know, it'll be a, one of those things where, like, you know, like your kids would have that ability, and they'd be like, Oh, oh yeah. Dad, you still need to like. Why do you want to look at me in the face? Can't you just use your ESP? And you're like, Son. <laughs> Only people born after 2028 have ESP. We have to use language. Well, that's like, yeah, that's uh, that's definitely like a grandchild thing. The the first generation uh, kind of pre-espers, mm -hmm. uh, the precogs, would just have like, I don't know, they'd be able to like, uh, oh, um, they'd like smell you <laughs> and be like, oh, you haven't slept in three days. Or like they could just look at your eyebrows or like, you know micro movements i could just you know they'd be like um some kind of like tnt like procedural detective mm -hmm. or doctor they'd be like, monk, like intelligence but like yeah uh, <laughs> they'd be like monk and house put together yeah. oh my god <laughs> they're doing stupid like <laughs> tiktok dances if monk like, and house had a kid like how on a scale be of the one meanest person in existence how many points over a hundred do you think they would be insufferable Oh, uh, obviously 101. You think it'd only be 101? Well, I was I was being generous. I, I broke the conceit mm -hmm. by going one point over what you allowed. Mm -hmm. I didn't want to be like a thousand, you know. Well, I didn't. Here's the thing about numbers. Don't, it's really hard to make before before you get into no, your diatribe about numbers. I gotta, I gotta explain to you comedy that you were wrong about the premise of the thing. Wait, what, how am I wrong about the premise of the thing? I said how many points from over a hundred. Oh, I thought you said one to 100 yeah. points. Yeah, so I was, from the gate, I was saying, they're already over the scale. And then you were like, Whoa. Okay, all right. Well, okay, my point still stands <laughs> is that <laughs> it's really hard to choose a number that's funny. Mm -hmm. Like, it, it, you know, it's like, oh, one million. Like, okay. I, honestly, what, diminishing returns after, you know, honestly, maybe... Saying one point over is all I could have done. Well, I think you're. I think you're. They're four twenty. That that would have got a laugh. A sixty nine would have got. A no, laugh. no, you would have been mad at me. I sixty nine is less. No, no, no. See, but it's you're getting you're doing too revisionist history. About the funny numbers thing. You're, you're you're doing revisionist history. Huh? You would not. You would have been so upset. You would have just. You would have done a classic Kingsley sigh uh, wow. if I had said, I'm, I think he would have been 420 annoying. See, that's so funny to me. That's because it's one of the funny numbers. See, this is. But you no, you hate the funny numbers. I, I feel like we've talked about I this. I love the funny numbers, dude. I love the funny numbers. I use the funny numbers every day. Friend of the pod, uh, Jake, uh, mm -hmm. he, he, uh, he wanted to um, come up with different you know sex numbers oh yeah i, I saw he had this like on, thing on yeah on gram uh three one mm -hmm. so i told him i was gonna try to do three that weekend so did you why didn't you did use I do it three? just then you could have shoehorned it into the pot you had a delivery mechanism and you didn't that's use because it. i misunderstood the initial <laughs> premise <laughs> okay <laughs> The point is, the son of Monk and House would be very intolerable. Mm -hmm. I also very think rude, that. and and breaking the breaking the law. Did 
Did either of them break the law? I think House was unconventional, so he's like, he's like, I'm gonna be mean to this patient, or like, I'm gonna like look into their personal life, you know, just mm-hmm. like doing too much. Oh yeah, he was doing too much, and he could have been sued for malpractice at any time, but for any whatever time. reason, we as a society only care about results, so like it's fine. Yeah, he probably cured that guy or whatever, so it doesn't matter that he, he probably like, cured the destroyed guy, destroyed all his civil liberties, and like made him have to go to therapy afterwards for yeah. how like much he assassinated his character. Yeah, especially it's like a thing where like a guy's got like some kind of heart problem so he looks into his like I don't know, his like personal life and he finds out the guy is committing like I like identity theft mm-hmm. or fraud or something and then he heals the guy and the guy goes to jail at the end of the episode. <laughs> and, <laughs> and you know who you put know. him there? His husband, Monk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sure. That'd be nice. Actually, I'm kind of into it. Their kid would be young Sheldon's friend. Oh, God. I thought you were about to say their kid would just be young Sheldon, which kind of works. Yeah, but uh, but young Sheldon has canonical parents, and young Sheldon would remind you of that, and so would Monk and House's friend, (laughs) Mouse. He he would would use the term canonical parents. (laughs) Right over there, see? Young Sheldon, young rock crossover. Oh, I forgot about Young Rock. Yeah. <laughs> See, that's the side. That's the side right there. Yeah. <laughs> that's the one. <laughs> the the Kingsley side. Yeah. Which I've heard a lot the last few weeks because of this game we've been playing. I'll give it to you. We've been playing Monster. Come on, on now. <laughs> <laughs> Come on now. <laughs> That's that 420 energy. That's that funny number energy. Dude, if you had said 420 there instead, I would have laughed. I would have done a big belly laugh. It would have been so fun. We would have had a great time. Capcom has blessed us with uh, a new entry in the all too obtuse Monster Hunter franchise, this time for the Nintendo Switch called Monster Hunter Rise. And Corey and I, against our better judgments, both decided to give this series a third or fourth chance. And this time, <laughs> yes, we had a good time. Yeah, this time it's for real. Yeah. That's that should be the yeah. tagline. Monster Hunter Rise, third time's the charm. Yeah, so we're we're talking about Monster Hunter. We're gonna uh dive into our history with it. So uh Kingsley. Well, well, first, can you tell me what this game is just in general? Despite how good of a title, how good a job the title does about explaining. Uh, Yes. Okay. Just in case anyone doesn't know. Monster Hunter is a uh, series where you play a monster hunter. You hunt giant uh, wyverns, be they uh, bears, uh, walking fish, big birds that shoot fireballs at you. A weird dragon that shoots bubbles at you, but like the bubbles hurt for some reason. Yeah. Or, uh, you know, the embodiment of evil, our best friend Magnamalo. You kill them, uh, you defeat them, you take their parts to make better weapons and armor, and then you get a new quest and the cycle continues. And it's all kind of about grinding and learning the patterns and figuring out uh, your play style. We'll dive into all the gameplay, but uh, that's kind of the essential crux of it story what story you're out there to wipe a species out who needs a story man you just gotta there's a monster it shouldn't be who needs there. a story and who needs a species yeah <laughs> i mean it's, i mean just this is a little bit of a um just jumping forward a little bit but like some of your quests will be like hey i was walking down the street and uh, there's a scary thing over there and it's really r- bumming me out so if you could just go kill that thing that way i can walk down this one path Thanks. I mean, you know, but- honestly, like we're being kind of glib about it because like, you know, it is uh, absurd. But these monsters, it's not like, oh, yeah, I was going the other over there the other day and there was a wolf. It's like, oh, I was going over there the other day and there was like a brontosaurus <laughs> and it was on fire. And anytime I try to step within 30,000 feet of it, it shot fire. At yeah, me. that's true. That's true. I am being a little, <laughs> a little casual. Yes, uh, this cat that can uh that i'm pretty sure is sentient it, they didn't say it but i'm pretty sure it's, uh, this cat that can shoot purple fire at you that's the size of a house uh, and as hard as a tank 
he's really b- b- bumming everyone in the village out. So if you could just, you know, get rid of him for me. I could, uh, you know. I could really I could, uh, start an economy or whatever it is I'm trying to do. <laughs> yeah, I could eke out an existence in this world that is happy despite. Yeah, how just do despite the terror have, they live under. Yeah, how do they even have goals? Like, I would not have any goals if I lived in proximity to these things. Like, if they're, like, I could imagine, you know, because there's mm-hmm. some crazy animals on the earth. People live in yeah. Florida. There's alligators, but if alligators were just like the size of like a credit union or something, and also <laughs> like. They their their saliva was lava. I wouldn't be like, yeah, yeah. let me like do arts and crafts yeah. on the weekend. I'd be like, oh, how about I just like not be alive anymore? Well, honestly, that makes I mean, that's such a good question, because I, I was uh, I was watching Invincible, something we'll talk about later. Uh, and I was just thinking about the superhero genre. And I'm like, what do you I mean? Same question. Like, how would you why would you like what do you what do you do if like. All right, well, uh, I'm just dropping off this check at the bank. There's like a one in three chance that like someone's going to rob it today (laughs) or Mm -hmm. like uh, some guy from three galaxies over is just going to come to my planet and try to enslave me or mind control or like someone will strap a bomb to my chest. Like, yeah, how do you how do you become like a a, a, a learn to code (laughs) (laughs) in a world fraught with peril imagine you know there's one character in the game that's like a a poet or whatever imagine if she was like oh yes come to my coding boot camp (laughs) (laughs) we're gonna learn ruby on rails yeah we're gonna freaking learn uh uh raspberry (laughs) pie Ruby's uh, okay. Okay, no, no. Uh, take two. We're gonna learn Python. There we Ruby's go. usually my go-to uh, coding joke because, you know, just enough you'll know about Ruby to make it funny. But you took mine, so I was like, uh oh, uh oh, what do I do? But Python. There we go. Yeah, that's snake. That's funny. So Kingsley, what was the first Monster Hunter you ever played? I first played one that was on the PSP. And yep, I played that one. Um, I think there are a couple on the PSP. I played two of them. Um, mm-hmm. and I think, so in this, like in the act of hunting monsters in this game, you, there's a lot of very deliberate things that you have to do. Like you have to make sure that you have all of the right items. Yes. You have to make sure that you're managing your health, the sharpness of your blade, your stamina. You have to, yeah, you just, there's a real realism to yeah, it. Yeah. The, they, we create a world just like. Even if you're just playing for a while, your character's stamina bar will just slowly deplete. So you'll just get, he'll just, you know, be huffing and puffing. He'll be tired. Yeah, he gets he hungry. You have to feed him. Yeah. Your weapon grows dull. So you have to cook a meal essentially before every every encounter mm-hmm. if you want to stand a chance. Unless you're really, really good. I, and I think I was like 12 or 13 or whatever. And these games yeah. are also, um, I think, best played in a group setting. And so mm-hmm. it's just like the first time I played it, I was trying to do stuff. And, you know, I was my movement was very clunky and slow. And um, I was just like, oh, this is kind of boring. Like everything's really hard right. to kill. Um, so I just, you know, I gave up on it. And then uh, another uh, another one came out and I, I think I saw a YouTube video and I was like, this looks really cool. Like maybe this time I'll get it. That's the thing. They always look so fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the third time I tried it, uh, there was one that came out on the Wii in like 2009 or 10, I want to say. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, a friend of mine got it and we were like, and he was like, OK, let's play. Um, and we played it one time and I died a whole bunch of times. And I was like, <laughs> oh, and he had he had a Japanese copy of it, so we couldn't read it. And it was just oh, like, boy. oh, this is like, this is too much. Um, and and so I, I stopped playing it. And then uh, I was, but every time I talked to somebody about a Monster Hunter game, they would, who liked the series, they'd be like, oh, I put uh, 500 hours in the 3DS. Yeah, people are fanatic. Yeah. So they go crazy about it. Yeah. yeah. So I, I played that same PSP one. And I think I like uh, killed. Like one, like, you know, there's in addition to the monsters, like you go into these zones and they're just populated with all sorts of like 
I mean, it's like Jurassic Park. There's the big dinosaurs and there's the little ones. So I played one of the missions where you kill like eight little guys. And I was like working my way up. I was like, okay, you know, there's a lot to learn in this game. It's really hard to know how to cook. There's too many fucking buttons and menus and sub menus. It's just like way too detailed, you know, even for a man who's almost 30. But I was, you know, like 12 then. Mm-hmm. Um, and I got this one mission where you steal an egg. You have to be sneaky and steal an egg from underneath like this, like, I don't know, this big t- like T-Rex looking thing that breathes fire. Uh, and I finally got the egg back to my base. And I couldn't figure out how to put the egg back. <laughs> I had to figure out how to put the egg down. And this was before there was just like a ubiquity of like, Google, how do I put the egg down in Monster Hunter, whatever, you know, just and there's like a hundred videos, a hundred thousand videos uh, of the exact same thing you need. No, I just could not figure out. I'm pressing every button. And the one button I do press just drops the egg and breaks it, <laughs> rendering like. 30 minutes of like, because like when you have the egg, it's like as big as you. So your character's now walking slow as like dirt, you know, mm-hmm. uh, and there's a T-Rex like around the corner any moment. Um, so, you know, the it, uh, anxiety's high, you're really nervous, it takes like 30, 40 real world minutes, <laughs> which we'll talk about. It's mm-hmm. <laughs> a core mechanic of this game. Um, yeah, could not figure out how to put it down and try that mission like three or four times. And I was like, this sucks. <laughs> Did not play it until uh, the previous one, um, the one right before this, the most high-end one, Monster Hunter uh, World, came out. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, you know, it, it was fun. But like as Kingsley said, I it's best played with friends. And I wasn't playing like online. Um, and it's just really, it kicks your ass. It's, it's real hard. And uh, it's really demoralizing. Mm-hmm. Um <laughs> yeah which leads and, us to here but that game sold like gangbusters and like oh crazy and then it got it like a year then it got dlc and i was like who was playing that piece of shit <laughs> turns out everyone but uh here we are a uh, friend of the pod brandon uh who will probably come on at some point hopefully one of these days he uh he sends me the trailer over Instagram for Rise. He's like, "Oh, we should play this." And I was like, "Well, I've never played with friends. It's, mm-hmm. You know, this kind of sounds good." And also as if I don't know if anyone can tell from the podcast, but I make it pretty clear I I love making bad decisions and I love hurting my <laughs> I love being sad. Uh so I was like, "Yeah, let's do this." Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I you know, I hit you up. I don't know what did you was it me who got you, and were you already like kind of like, well, maybe? Well, let's get back on the horse. Well, it was just like uh, because of how much buzz was around the previous game, and like again, I think I talked to quite a few people who were like, "Yeah, that game rules." I played it for a billion hours. Um, I always like in the back of my mind, I was like, "Well, if I ever get a crew together." to play like it would be fun i'm assembling a team yeah and then as soon as i heard that like two or more of my friends wanted the game i was like well all right we can get it we can get in on this let's talk about that wonderful story yeah that is supposed to motivate you and keep you going so i think it's for me i would say Mm -hmm. that the story like i'm just gonna go ahead and start with the number and work backwards i would give the story like an 8.5 out of 10 um really yeah I mean, I guess contextually, it's fine. Mm-hmm. Like, because it really, it just gives you an, an all that you need to know mm-hmm. in order to get into the game. It's like, hey, it's there's some monsters, and like you're a new hunter, and you gotta hunt monsters. And then they're like, all right, have fun, <laughs> bye. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm such a. I mean, I know that's not this game's, this like franchise is kind of a mo, but I'm such a little little story snob over here i i'm like i i kind of you know i mean i will say to this one's credit they compared to what i saw in previous games and i didn't get super super far there does seem to be more of a of a of a through line for this one Mm -hmm. and like uh if you're you know it's very anime-esque you have all your little pals in the village and you got your you got your big honking dog and your talking cat uh and the two twins who interrupt you while you're sleeping, mm-hmm. you know, uh, and uh, old man with the spiky hair who's taller than everyone in the village. That's how um, you know he's strong, I guess. 
That's how, yeah, that's how you know he's strong. If he looks like Hihachi from Tekken, mm-hmm. you know he's you know he's a bad. Oh man, that dude is strong. Uh, he's very strong. He threw his son into a volcano. That takes strength. It takes it takes emotional strength. <laughs> <laughs> when my son comes of age, that's what I'm gonna do to him. Oh, you should never have a son. <laughs> I would be a good father. Not if you throw him in a volcano, you would. <laughs> Kazuya survived. Spoiler alert: Kazuya survives, and then he becomes a CEO. He becomes a boss. Wow! That- then his son becomes a devil. Is that how Jeff Bezos got his start? Is that why he doesn't have hair anymore? Because it got burned <laughs> yeah, off when his dad threw him in the volcano. Getting thrown to a volcano. Yeah, that's yeah. That's why he looks like that. So next time you make fun of him, just know that you know you never know what people have been through. That's true. <laughs> Oh, you funny little story about Jeff Bezos, real quick. Mm-hmm. Just brief classic time skip, you know, thing. He uh, was like a hedge fund guy, and like before he started Amazon, he purposely like rented out like a garage type storage space, mm-hmm. so that years later, if his company was successful, he could say it started out of a garage, just like fucking Microsoft and Apple and all those guys. Just so he could like he could LARP as having humble origins. I respect that, you know. What an evil man. You gotta love the grift sometimes. It is. He is not. A, I cannot stand him. No, you can't. But, you know, I, I do respect that one grifty aspect. That's the one thing I'll give him props for. All right. That's so it's that's so petty. It's so stupid. It's so bad. You know, not only do I need all the money, but I need people to like me. Mm-hmm. It's very important. You can only have one or the other. You can either have an insane desire for people to like you but remain poor or uh, have a ton of money and not care. And yet he has both somehow. I don't think anyone likes Jeff Bezos. Mm, I like that he lied about the garage. <laughs> <laughs> so Jeff Bezos has one fan and it's you. <laughs> um, so yeah, the story is really kind of non-existent just like little tiny prompts to uh kind of um i guess shepherd you through kind of pivotal moments like the beginning of the game or like when you go from low rank to high rank mm-hmm. uh but there are little moments of like uh, oh there's this psychic dragon that's uh hovering above the village we should do a cutscene about that or when you get to the accursed gimmick of this game called the rampage mission you know we'll give you a cutscene for that um oh speaking of the kind of point of the game is that uh, uh, periodically your village gets overrun by way too many monsters at once and uh, it's called the Rampage and you have to make sure your village doesn't get completely destroyed and that's kind of the the story. Mm-hmm. Um, but where this game shines, of course, is the gameplay. So uh, I think we should talk about... Should we talk about what we liked first or what we did like? Let's talk about what we like first. I like the fact that um, like your, your character and your playstyle is pretty customizable. Mm-hmm. Uh, so for each monster you kill, you, there's an armor set associated with them. And each armor set, like the legs and the pieces, there's like five pieces. Each piece has kind of a different buff, like be it like faster reload speed or uh, defense boost, health, you know, up, uh, better attack. Um, there's also uh, one of the main selling points of this game. There's like 14 weapons mm-hmm. and each weapon has its own unique play style um and dozens and dozens of uh different options for those weapons so like each monster also has a weapon associated with it so like 14 times like 35 or whatever you know so there's mm-hmm. there's a ton of weapons ton of armor it's just really in depth there's like uh, ways to buff your guy with like different recipes so it's like really cool to kind of um learn how to optimize uh, and kind of just get better and better. Like you might have an initial hunt, like some, like some of the early hunts like took us like 30 minutes or like mm-hmm. when uh, you do the online quest, the the hub missions is what they're called. Um, they're, they're scaled up cause they're supposed to, you know, they're anticipating you'll have four people with you. So those monsters, even if they're like a beginner one or like way tougher. So Kingsley and I try to do one and, uh, I, do, I think we lost. It's it's incredibly tough, and it might take you like forty minutes or thirty minutes of just like wailing on a dude with no health bar, mm-hmm. just looking, <laughs> looking for little signs like oh uh, his 
His armor plating is chipped, he, or his tail fell off. He looks sleepy, so we must he be getting sleepy. a little bit closer. <laughs> he's drooling all over the place, or he's uh somehow faster than ever and hitting you harder than ever. So he um, must be tired now. <laughs> yeah, but like when you get really good and you know you scale up and you learn their combos and you like find a weapon that works, you know it might take you like ten minutes to beat a guy, which. In any other game is very a disgusting amount of time to fight a boss. Yeah. Like if I was playing an RPG and it took me 10 real world <laughs> minutes to fight him, I'm like, I'm putting this down. Mm. You do not respect me or my time. <laughs> it's like that uh, Final Fantasy 15 boss. Uh, it's like this big turtle. It's got like 300,000 health or something. I think it takes like 72 real world hours to fight him. That's... <laughs> And it's evil. Yeah, that's absurd. It's evil. Because <laughs> you know someone's going to try. Mm -hmm. Why would you put it in there? I'm going to have to try. Yeah, I mean, it's the law. That's part, of the, the, law. That's part of the admission price is that I mm -hmm. have to try it. But in Monster Hunter Rise and in all Monster Hunters, a, a 10 minute kill. Ooh, that's good, baby. You 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 did a really good job. Yeah, I'm proud of you. Right. Give you a little Come get these treats. Are you talking to Basil right now? Uh, no, I was talking to you once you get back to the, you know, from the village after 10 minutes. Uh, I thought K you were. Kizu was only gone 10 minutes. Hey. <laughs> uh, Kizu, what uh, gameplay elements did you like? Um, yeah, I think that this is, um, I mean, I guess it's sort of a mixed bag, but like, mm -hmm. I think this, this game is like, once you meet it on its terms, <laughs> Uh, it's very important. We have many discussions about that yeah. specific thing. Like, this is the kind of game where, like, at first I was like, it's not doing what I want it to do. But you have to. Uh -huh. It's like it's like it's like uh, having a child. You know, you don't dictate the terms. You have to collaborate <laughs> together. <laughs> and so unless you throw them into a volcano, unless you throw them into a volcano and they come back for mm -hmm. revenge. Um, yes, that is the other half of it. I did not mention <laughs> they will come back for revenge and you'll just have to keep fighting and you'll be well into your 60s and just every now and then your son might kick your ass. But that's I guess that's part of the path you chose. Um, <laughs> uh, but once you do like the the fluidity um of like the movement and the combat um also you could have like a little you could have your little pets and you can dress them up in in little outfits yes um and that's really fun very cute yeah and also i really like that you it's like it's just something that you can call three of your best pals together and just molly wop on a big dragon together it's really fun yes. yeah when you're uh just in the zone, everyone's unleashing their special combos. There's all sorts of like purple lightning and fireballs. Mm. <laughs> and, you know, I'm smacking a guy with a, a big cello, <laughs> you know. And Kings has got a, a, you know, an 11 foot long sword. Mm. It feels there's like kind of these sublime, you know, very zen like moments. Mm -hmm. uh, that is until the monster gets up and runs halfway across the map. Yes. There are high highs and some low lows. Low lows. So, Kingsley, do you want to tell us, like, what the core kind of gameplay loop is of this game? Okay, so, like, uh, just briefly, what you want to do is you go and you accept a quest, and it's usually something like, kill this big monster. Um, mm -hmm. So... Uh, you, you make your preparations, you get, you get your items that you want to take, you, um, eat a meal that gives you bonuses if you'd like, and then you mm -hmm. go and you just, you have a map and you track down this monster on the map and you just give it the business as much as possible. <laughs> um, and you can, you can choose one of 14 weapons to do so. Uh, there's, a there's like swords and hammers and air or bows and arrows and like some guns even like machine guns. Yeah, this, you can have a machine gun, um, and uh, and then oh, don't are you go you gonna leave my guy out? Mm -hmm. You already mentioned called a hunting guy. horn. Well, I, I don't want to talk about it again. It's a it's an underrated weapon. It's called the hunting horn. 
And sometimes it's like a little bagpipe thing. Other times it looks like a big guitar. And you whack a guy on the head with it. Yes, like El Cabal. <laughs> like El Cabong! Yes, that's exactly it. Stick him up, train. Uh, and so you, <laughs> I let it be known that I love this man. Mm. I love his brain. I love this his special. He's my special good boy. I'm. I'm the <laughs> he's Hanna, pulling out references like that. I'm the Hanna Barbera you know? champion of the tri-state area. <laughs> um, of the prefecture. Yeah. You you can you can fight these monsters, and then uh, you can also ride them and use them to attack one another. And then you either kill or capture the monster once it's once you've reached a certain threshold in the fight. And then once that's mm-hmm. over, you go home, you collect the parts from it, and then you use them to make a stronger weapon and a stronger armor so you can fight a stronger monster. And then you just repeat that, and that's the whole main game. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then also there's a tower defense mode that's very annoying, and I don't like it. it- I think the tower defense rampage mode is as good a place as any to talk about what we didn't like about the game. Mm-hmm. So why don't you like the the tower defense, man? It's chaotic. It's annoying because it well it's it's mandatory to proceed to like really you know higher level stuff, but also because uh you you ha- so at this point let's say you've been playing for like twenty hours, which is still relatively early in the game. Mm-hmm. You finally got your muscle memory down for your weapon. You're like kind of learning like the the loop kings we just talked about. You have maybe okay armor. But then you have this whole mode that has its own set of rules and expectations and uh, it kind of defies like how, how you've been playing the game up until that point. So like like all these games are kind of a like a monster fight is a marathon. But this game, this mode is like a, a real sprint, um, like meaning that like rather than uh fighting one big boss like three or four of the the guys you just faced will all be in the same area at once and you have to stop them from breaking down a wall with like not that much health Mm -hmm. um and to do this like solo is especially excruciating Mm -hmm. um and you have to probably do at least twice in the main story mission to proceed but it uh yeah it's it's just hellish there's too many guys there's like one of the main things about this game. It's like it's really dense. There's like a lot of features. There's a lot of like, you know, it's kind of in-game heavy or in-game loaded where it's like, OK, like now there's always there's all this new stuff to explore and like in limited depth, depth of flavor. And it's like, I just want something simple just to get me through and like gradually like work my way up to it. And this one just kind of instant deep end, you know, chaos mode. Um, and I'm sorry, it kind of sounds like I'm rambling, but uh, that's it's. That's how that mode is. Mm. Uh, Kingsley, talk talk to them about Rampage mode. Back me up here. <laughs> so I actually, um, I'm starting to come around on it a little bit. Uh, I don't enjoy it. <laughs> Terrain ridicule! Uh, I don't speak French and I don't enjoy it. But I, um, now that I've played it, with a group instead of just solo, I do feel like it's much more manageable, um, especially when you can communicate with one another. Um, yes, but that's like, true. Solo, so like I think- I'm speaking primarily from like our early experience with it, mm-hmm. and uh, you know having to play solo missions right. with it, and like but go off. I think the issue is that like I would be fine if there was a tower defense mini game. Um, but like this isn't a typical tower defense. It's tower defense, but you are like one unit in the tower. So you have to physically move to a place and like set up an armament and then like move to another place and set them uh, set mm-hmm. up other ones and then like man the guns. And it's like you're not trained for that in any other context in the game. And so right. you like now I have to figure out how to shoot cannons and like run from one cannon to another and like uh you know place traps and things and it's like well you just told me to use a sword for 15 hours <laughs> yeah but once you have um, a group going like you know you can, you can just kill a bunch of those monsters pretty quick it's pretty nice i don't know if it had like a few tweaks 
-hmm. this mode could be like really fun and engaging rather than kind of like i don't know like triggering like the most like anxious part of me but like the kind of like most like neurotic like all right i have like a real optimization thing and this like really activates that one like is this the best way the best method of like all right put these turrets in the front and then have the cannons i mean you know we had fun last time but it still is like a little bit like it, you know, activates that part of my brain where I'm like just buzzing. It's like a beautiful mind, but I'm bad at math. <laughs> um, I think that like when you said there's a few tweaks that could be made, that's not the ethos of Monster Hunter. You know, <laughs> you have to tweak your brain uh, in order yes. to break this stallion. <laughs> you have to meet it where it's at. Yeah. So, okay, with that in mind, let's talk about some of these fights, because you and I have, like, uh, you know, had longer versions of this conversation about about just how close this is to, you know, being fun. Or, I mean, it's fun, but, like, how close it is to being, like, a perfect thing or, like, what we're expecting. Mm -hmm. um, like, for instance, we talked, it's, like, it's got a very Dark Souls-esque vibe to it initially, where you're like, okay, this is a big dangerous thing don't get hit and then dark souls it's kind of like you poke it and you dodge you poke you dodge and you kind of you kind of just watch and you you know you observe the patterns mm -hmm. but like it feels fair um and this game <laughs> doesn't always feel fair yeah it's like it's i, I don't even want to say it's not not fair because i do think it's say it wasn't fair I, I just said it doesn't always feel fair at times yeah it's like um i think because of the way that like physically your character moves like in dark yes. souls um i think that the enemies are harder uh than they are in rise um but because you can react more easily uh to their movements in dark souls by like canceling any animation and rolling out of the way or something mm -hmm. where but in this game you have to commit and you have to pre-commit and because of that when you don't know like i guess the game is balanced in a way where they're um because you have to hunt these things over and over again everything is balanced in a way where yeah in order to do this optimally you have to already know what's happening <laughs> you have to play it five times yeah. yeah so like because of that um you you're moving slowly and your guy is like doing a move that you know, he's taking his sweet time to do something. You yeah. Know, like, please, please just get out of the way. I could see yeah, the writing on the this wall. This animation here. takes six seconds to do. Yeah. Um, so it's like, I think every time I fought a monster for the first time, I'm like, yeah, this is this is not OK. This is this, this is bad. <laughs> Why is everything so strong? And then I I will say that um, the way that they handle difficulty is not um what i would like in that once you get to the higher ranks it's the same monsters but this time they just have more health and do more damage it's not like they have new patterns or like different techniques or anything it's just like oh right. this time he's just gonna hit you so hard like you thought you got hit hard <laughs> before but like no he's gonna do 75 percent with a shoulder check or like he's gonna fly past you and the air the hot wind coming from his breath is gonna do 15 percent of your life i think we were playing yesterday and a monster just screamed mm -hmm. it just yelled and i got hurt i don't even know how that was possible it just made your ears bleed. Uh, i guess so so one of the mechanics of this game is so your health stays the same the entire game mm -hmm. your health does not go up um and there's not really a, like a conventional like leveling up system um you can get as kingsley said better armor and you can also upgrade the armor so like your defense is really important but primarily this game just expects you to really kind of grind and to learn all the patterns you have to really kind of be down for it and i don't think if i didn't have friends i if i if i was just Forced to play with strangers online, mm -hmm. I wouldn't have enjoyed the game as much um, because it really doesn't start to get easy or comfortable for probably like at least 10 hours. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you it's know? definitely something that because I, I, I've i talked to a couple of people who've been like, 
how do you enjoy this game? Or like I've I've like told somebody about it and I've been like um talking about how um like this is the most accessible Monster Hunter game that they've released, I think. Um or at least that's mm-hmm. what I hear. And uh anytime I'm thinking about like if you stop to think about how many mechanics that you have to manage at a at a particular time, it's like yeah. an absurd amount. And so it's, this is definitely like I do not blame myself at all or like um, I, I don't think it's unreasonable for somebody to have jumped or to have bounced off of this game three times because I think about um, there's one weapon that I wanted to play. Uh, uh, it's like my secondary weapon, the switch axe. Um, and it's a it's a, a an axe that can turn into a sword and it's very cool looking and like if you were to watch mm-hmm. somebody who's an expert at using it, it looks yeah, very smooth. Go watch smooth. some of these gameplay videos. Yeah. They're, they are phenomenal. Yeah, it's it looks very smooth and like very elegant, and it, it looks like you would feel powerful using it, but you have, to, you have to watch your health, you have to watch your stamina, you have to mm-hmm. watch your sharpness. The Switch Axe has a... And that's with every weapon. Yeah, that's with every weapon. Just as a, as a baseline. The Switch Axe has additionally um, a meter where you have to use the axe a certain amount in order to be able to switch it into the sword. And then that sword has an additional meter that will get you into another mode that will power up the weapon. And you have to think about <laughs> what kind of power-ups the weapon has. And yes. then... You have to cool that has a cooldown associated with it. And if you don't manage both sword meters, uh, when you switch, you have to do a three second reload thing. So that's six meters you have to manage, and you have to think about cooldown times and power up times. It's like it's completely absurd, and that's what's like a kind of a medium. And that's like kind of like a medium tier difficulty weapon. Mm-hmm. Like they get more complicated than that. Like uh, one another one kind of in a similar vein is this called the the charge blade, which is a sword and shield um, as its kind of base form. But then you combine them to be this kind of weird long sword that's got like. Uh, it's got these power files that are, you know, have either elemental damage or whatever. So, like, you know, health, stamina, sharpness. But um, you also have to, like, charge your blade in its normal form, in the sword and shield form. And then then once it's in the, you know, the uh, cha- charge form, you can then monitor your files, of which there are four, which help you do, like, big super moves. So that's an additional thing. Um, mm. It's like you can't even... Uh, you can't even just like use it in regular sword and shield mode without charging it because uh, your blade will become red and hot and like dull. Hmm. Um, yeah, and that's there's another uh, weapon called the insect glaive, which is this really cool, fun staff. I oh yeah, that was the first watch one. Videos of it. Yes, you can just basically play the entire match and never touch the ground because you know you just do all these flips and jumps and launches, but this game is so like it's not the game the, that a uh, weapon is so technical and precise. And there's also this enormous like scarab beetle the size of your forearm that you have to shoot off to get extracts that will buff your guy, you know. But ten hours later, you're like, oh yeah, that's just like a very simple mechanic. Yeah, you're like, <laughs> oh of course, you just you jump and then you dash and then you do the attack. And if you do three dashes, then you it maxes out your attack power. And you're like, oh, of course, it was so simple. I was stupid yeah. ten hours ago. <laughs> right. Well, how did I not get this? But then as soon as you like you master that, and then you're like, let me just try to play. Like I've kind of got the game. Let me just try to play with a different weapon. You're like, oh no, I'm horrible. Yeah, at this. I've never had the game. <laughs> I've I've never understood anything about anyone. So, one of uh, the kind of you know tough pills to swallow with this game is is the fact that you do have to keep being these guys. So you'll you'll fight a guy. Mm-hmm. Um, let's talk about you know the fly uh, the 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 purple cat the size of a house who's the incarnation of malice mm-hmm. uh, you, you fight him you just barely make it and then you get a few pieces of him you get a little like oh you get a little scale here you get like a horn there and then you go back to see you know the check out the new the cool new armor that's on like you're like oh wow i look like the shredder this is gonna be perfect <laughs> and it's gonna fit my build perfectly and then you see 
<laughs> you're missing like half of the pieces. Yeah. You have to kill like like 17 of this one and eight yeah. of that one. And- uh, some other really hard guy <laughs> to unlock the armor. Yeah. Um, and then partway through the game, uh, you unlock what's called, well, kind of near the beginning of the end game. Uh, an end game is kind of infinite. Uh, you unlock high rank, which basically outmodes all your previous armors. Yeah, they all instantly become useless. Yeah, so even like worse S rank armor is better than like the best, you know, armor from like the low rank section. So like the armor you just spent like hours fighting the evil cat uh, and finally getting good at it. And you're like, oh, no, in order to get this again, I have to fight evil cat S rank, Mm -hmm. which is like him at double health. Yeah. Oh, man. Evil cat S rank. I'm not looking forward to fighting evil cat S rank. I see it on the on the loadout. It's in the horizon. And I just go. Not today. I have to fight <laughs> Not today, other evil cat that's too strong, and I hate him. So the game does have a kind of a funny, casual way of, like, bouncing itself. So, like, you know, you start out initially, like, you get smacked by, a, like, a kind of a weak guy in his tail, and you will get sent flying. Mm-hmm. Um, but then later on, better armor, better defense, you'll get hit by that same guy, and, like, you like, you like there won't even be an animation registering you've been hit. Mm-hmm. Uh, there'll just be like a tiny, tiny, you know, chunk taken out of your health, um, which is kind of a nice, sweet thing. It does make you feel very strong. But then, like once you get back into the you know high rank and everyone's strong again, you're like, oh no! Like even the weak guy is like throw. You know, yeah, he's I, I, I did not miss. <laughs> yeah, did not miss this. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of a pleasurable pain it's kind of like an oyster or a or like a beer you're like "Mm, this tastes bad objectively but i kind of like it you learn to kind of like how bad it tastes Mm. and enjoy the notes (laughs) then eventually actually just like you like all of it i i still don't like an oyster it's a it's it's, put some garlic on that like i'm not trying to eat a big snot like i can put garlic on anything I can put garlic on you it. You cook it a little bit. I can put garlic. Cook on it a little it. bit. Put some hot sauce, bro. Oh yeah, I made um, I made a patty melt earlier. That was what I was making wow. for dinner. Wow, boy, good for you. Boy, you know, you put some garlic on it. Oh, that's better okay. than that's better than always. Dude, I tell you that right now. I'm gonna I'm gonna when you finally come back to the states, I'm gonna grill you some oysters. Um. I'll You'll eat be it like because Drake. I'm polite, but I'm I'm not looking forward to it. <laughs> Your stomach is just grumbling, <laughs> and you you get that like little throw up drool inside <laughs> your mouth oh. the whole time, and I'm just like throwing them back like it's nothing. Mm. This is water to me, <laughs> dude. Is that how bad America's infrastructure is crumbling? When you turn on the tap, do a bunch of oysters come out? <laughs> That's luxury. <laughs> Also, that's the grossest thing I can imagine. A bunch of shellless oysters taking a shower and just getting bubbled. <laughs> bubbled. Oysters hitting you at 20 miles per hour, just bursting on contact. It's so nasty. Uh, yeah, that, I think that's all we have to say if you couldn't tell. <laughs> um. So, yeah, it's a... We did a lot of complaining at the end there, but I will say uh, that I think we've put in a combined like nearly two hundred hours at this point. Yeah, probably. Um, and I mean, it's it's a blast. Yeah, I'm, I'm having a great time. I'd recommend it to um, if you like, you know, if you like action games. Uh, I'd recommend it if you have it on the Switch. You know, sh- shoot me a shoot me a direct message. Shoot a shoot a yeah, shoot, us shoot a, a message to the uh, time skip podcast Instagram. We will play with you. Yeah, we'll play with you. It sounds fun. Um, but also, do note that if you start playing it and you're not having fun immediately, that's normal. You'll get used to <laughs> it. It's fun. <laughs> I feel like I'm trying to yeah. like get somebody to join Amway or something. <laughs> uh and honestly this is i mean kingsley telling you to play it is like that's a really high endorsement because kingsley's whole thing is uh you know in the opposite of me that he is better managing his fun intake so he's like 
if this game sucks in the first little bit, he's like, no, I, I only have one life to live. Why would I suffer? And I'm like, wow, what a novel approach. <laughs> Listen, man, if you're not uh, having but fun with it, just throw it in the trash. Like, you know, you don't I'm always do like, it. you know, my MO is always like, hey, it's supposed to get better. I mean, that's maybe we'll talk about this. I don't know. But I'm, that's why I'm chugging away with Persona 5. You know, everyone says it's good. And I am just still I'm still just doing like this initial mission with this guy. And he's mean. He's and 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 I'm like 10 hours in and it's just taking so long and you almost do something. And then they're like, oh, we can't do it now. And then you have to go back to fucking school. And then the old man yells at you. (laughs) And then you have to try again. Is that game fully voice acted? Or it, it, uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I feel like that's like a thing that you should just like you should put it on in your headphones while you play Monster Hunter on like 1.5 speed and <laughs> at, like on a on a YouTube well, Let's Play or something, and just be like, "All right, we're doing both. We're doing both. That's the most chaotic thing I've ever heard." <laughs> uh, no, uh, well, the thing is, you have to keep pressing A to get through certain conversations. Mm-hmm. So it's not just like cutscenes. Um, it's just like those semi cutscenes where, like, you know, they'll start like they'll say like the first word of each sentence bubble, like, "Huh? What? No." Oh, I see. Okay, and you have to. It's like, dude, just, just, just do it for me. <laughs> Don't punish me, making me. Like I said, we'll probably. I, I do want to talk about my suffering with this game at some point. Maybe if I ever beat this dang first guy. Uh, but anyway, I think that's all we got. <laughs> Play Monster Hunter, please. But for real, though, if you uh, if you do get it, DM us and we will do missions with you and uh, help you get through and give you tips. Yeah. But until that time, see you post time skip. <laughs> Eat my dango. Ha 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 ha.